0: This is show 83 of the Cloth Hyper Podcast. This is part two with Stephanie from Bumby Wool. Part one, we talked about why and where her business came from. And then we kind of went into the nitty gritty behind a wash routine. Part two, we're going to kind of wrap it up. We're going to look at a few other things and talk about the future of her business. Welcome back. My name is Bailey. I am the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. The Cloth Diaper Podcast has been around for a while now, and we've been talking with parents, brands, and retailers about their cloth diapering experience. I am so excited for this episode. I mean, I was so excited for episode 82. I am really excited for every episode. Every time that a brand approaches me and says, hey, I want to be on the show, I feel incredibly honored to get to be that person who sits there and listens to the story be led into somebody's world and to be able to ask them questions about their diapering story, their experiences, and what works for them and how we can support the community better is just, it is a complete honor and a complete privilege. And it's one that I do not take lightly and I take with the most seriousness. So we have had the incredible honor of listening and recapping stories and journeys with people for years now. And I look forward to another exciting year. I have some amazing guests that I am recording today and tomorrow and over the next coming weeks. We have Shine Cloth, we have uh, Unicorn Clean, we have Kinder Cloth, and we have a couple parents who are stepping up and providing their experiences. Because there's no one way to cloth diaper. There's lots of different ways and we can learn from each other and we can learn to make cloth diapering simple again make it simple. Let's do this. Anyways, uh, on to conversation two with Stephanie. She's kind of going to do a recap here about what we just talked about in part one. Uh, and then we will kind of wrap up this conversation.
1: Okay. I will try to think about a few different scenarios, um, and be as succinct as
0: possible.
1: Uh, so you open up your package that you purchase from a retailer or directly from us you have a piece of wool you've never used wool before and you're like what am i supposed to do with this thing so from us um we do not pre-lanolize our wool um everybody likes different amounts of lanolin if they even want it on there so and it's just too, too convoluted of a process for us to do so it's not pre-lanolized but it is pre-washed as prepped we don't use any weird harsh chemicals for any of that sort of thing you know, um, so we actually do everything with unicorn products. I do really, really like the product. So you wash with unicorn and we also do a soft, a unicorn softener, um, the, uh, beyond soft, nothing is scented. So you, your wool comes clean and fragrance free. Okay. Then, um, you can, depending on what you're using it for nighttime, you're probably going to want to analyze first, but you know, most people, I don't know. I'm like, you know, I go shopping and I want to wear my, all my five new outfits the same day. So I want to put that thing right on the bum. So I can just put, put this go. brand new wool right on the bum. It's, it's clean and uh, it's safe. You can go and put it right on the bum. Um, the lanolin adds protection. It boosts and adds. It's some people. Oh, I have so many clients that actually don't even use lanolin much, but don't. They hide in their closets and don't tell anybody about it, though. So it's not a big deal. um So go oh, ahead I was thinking. It. I had the uh, bra the a brasio a bra Abrazo, okay. Abrazo, and it's it. two.
0: <laughs> is it two layers?
1: Yes. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I would even like I, I think I could probably yeah. get by with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the unicorn um, beyond soft, it actually helps those fibers as well. So it's not adding that the, um the waterproofing or the antibacterial, but it is helping conditional fibers. So, you know, it's keeping those fibers nice and healthy, which is cool. So you can stick it right on the bum. You're good to go. Um, now depending on your absorbency and the wetness protection you may want to start thinking about lanolizing at this point so if you decide that you want to lanolize before putting it on the bum um i like to do my quick method which is a little bit of water a little bit of lanolin a little bit of soap you make your emulsion in a you know like half a cup pour a little bit of that into a little glass bowl Pour a little bit more water Put the inside of your diaper cover into it, of the wet zone of pants, inside out always. Swishy, squishy, squishy, swishy, squish, and then kind of squeeze the water out. You should be left with a bowl of very little soapy water, and the lanolin's going to jump right onto the bowl because that's where it wants to be. And then you turn it right side out. You rub your right, your insides together a little bit so that you get the, the lanolin kind of to get pushed into those fibers. Let it sit for a minute. Then we want to rinse out that soapy water that's left in the fibers. You can do a rinse and spin on a machine or you can rinse it in your sink. Rinse, rinse, rinse. Try to get the water out. Try to get the soap out. I'm not going to micromanage you because I don't micromanage anybody. Um, and then let it dry. Okay. Put it on the bottom. And you're good to go.
0: If it's sticky, if it's sticky, people always ask me about sticky lano, sticky wool.
1: Okay. So there's, that's one thing. So, um, so if it's too sticky One of the concerns that I don't know people really think about too much is that that lanolin, if it's sticky, that means that it's actually coming off on you, which means it's going to come off on the baby's legs, which could be cool. It's nice and moisturizing. It comes off in your hands. Cool. Nice and moisturizing. Coming off on the outside of your diaper eh, isn't always necessarily the greatest thing either. So that can coat your diapers and make them a little bit water repellent, which you don't really want. So this is something I haven't really talked about too much, but it is a little bit of a concern in the back of my brain. So having that lanolin in your fibers is what you're trying to do. So, you know, and then you're coating it in a waxy coating. It's nicer to have it surrounding the shaft as opposed to just coating it like cellophane, which is again, why I like kind of layering it because it lets it get in more rather than just, you know, slapping it on.
0: And that would be like, again, like kind of emphasizing this, quick lanolin process instead of a long soak process. If you just kind of focus on the wet zone and doing it quickly instead of soaking overnight, maybe that lanolin
1: sticky buildup that's happening with people is less likely correct yes exactly and some people love the stickiness and if you want it you like it you're okay with all the consequences then just do a couple of layers and you're gonna get it sticky like really quickly like it it happens usually
0: people um, are in my dms because they didn't want the stick and they're worried that yes. it's gonna like harm their child i'm always like well it's the uh, same no. thing we're putting on you our can nipples eat it. it's good Yeah.
1: Gonna say <laughs> it's, it's totally fine, but um, no, it's like so. You, this is again why I like doing that little bit, it gives you complete control. I know exactly how much I'm putting in there, and if I want to put more, I can give you that control, right? So that's why, like, um, again, rinsing to get that soap out now. Okay, you put it on your kid, whether it's flannelized or not, right? And your kid peed in a diaper, and your wool is a little bit damp with urine. You know, you let it air dry and you're going to want to smell it a little bit. Does it reek of urine? Then you might want to do something. Does it not reek? And it's cool. You're good to use it again. You're okay. Did your diaper leak? Well, maybe you need to add a little bit more absorbency or maybe you need to add a little bit more lanolin. On general,
0: how long do you find people are able to use one piece of wool at night before washing?
1: Um, Well, that really depends on a lot of things. (laughs) There's a lot of variables because, you know, how old is a child? Are they eating solids? Because like toddler urine is way stronger than newborn urine, right? How much pee is coming out? Are they breastfeeding? And like there's massive amounts of of pee that's coming out. Okay, well, so
0: should you be washing it every day or should you be able to go a few days?
1: So what I'm recommending is... uh, so you smell it. If it stinks, wash it. Okay. If it doesn't stink, um, how does it feel? Because like you can kind of feel like when, when the urine is dissolving, it's, it's interacting with the lanolin and it's creating these urine salts. So I am saying rinse it. If it doesn't stink really bad, but it's starting to feel a little crusty almost. There's, there's a. It, it, Trust yourself. Wash you know it, like salt, you it. It feels like salt. Is what it feels like. It, well, and you, but you can rinse it. So if you just rinse it in water, you're going to rinse out those salts that leave the lanolin in. And you don't have to, like, even think too hard. Just, like, rinse and refreshes it. I was like, this is brilliant. Like, you know. And then uh, if it gets poop on it or is really smelling bad, then wash it. But a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to wash it too much. I don't want to wash all that lanolin out. It's because they spent a billion dollars on the lanolin that they're putting in. And it takes them a day and a half to lanolin. Well, use less. It doesn't cost as much. And it should take you five.
0: Okay, so one... One question that I got posed recently was about like, so about those poop explosions and how to really get that poop out of the wall. Do you have any advice for people who get like, especially breastfed poop, especially just like, yeah.
1: Well, I know that breastfed poop is quite a lot. Um,
0: it stains a lot worse and it's pretty seedy and it seems to just like really love to get into. wool.
1: well, it it can. Um, and the lanolin is going to help just really nurture that stain, honestly. So so having a little bit less lanolin can help with that a little bit. Oh um, interesting. <laughs> but like I just find when it, the poop kind of adheres to lanolin and then if you're not rinsing out the lanolin, then it's just you're having lanolin mixed with poop stuck in the diaper fibers. You know what I mean? So I like just to put a little bit of um of soap on into it you know, do a little nail scrub and stick it in the washing machine. Just like what you would do with a diaper, do the same thing. You're not going to want to bleach it. Um, If you want to sun out stains, you can do it, make sure you're doing it inside out, keep an eye on it because the sun can really, especially when it's wet, it interacts differently. It's like the light goes through the water molecules and like radiates it to, to bleach out the color a lot more with the wool. So it's something to be concerned about. But at the end of the day, if it smells clean, I mean, it's a diaper, so I'm like one of those, I'm not a big stain kind of a gal. I just kind of ignore things a little bit. But, <clears throat> you know, you might get a little bit more on those seams. So, but a nail scrub, I've been hearing that our um, our same stick works really well, though, because I use, I use like a really, um, I don't do the super fat that I mentioned before. So it's a, a little bit more. Um, alkaline the soap and then it has some really good uh, lemon and lemongrass essential oils in it and grapefruit and it just it's like kicking those stains out really well so I got like I keep need to take a picture, like getting the stains out of the ring around the collar my husband's like dress shirt it took it out really well I'm like dang I made this I'm the- and I don't think
0: I don't think we've talked about it in th- this show but when we've chatted in the past you when you get your wool you've you've kind of like you've thrown it in the commercial washer and you've boiled it. And like, so if you really want to get in there and kind of scrub, like you're not going to ruin it to get.
1: Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to take a really harsh acrid soap and to a a hand knit and then put it in like too warm a water or scrub it, you're going to wreck it. You're going to shrink it. It's going to be like a doll clothes sweater, but you're not going to do that to inch It can handle it. Okay. Yeah. You can handle it. So, it can handle can it. so you can it put in. that you can put
0: a little spot treatment on it. You can give it a little swish swish a little rub agitation action to kind of spot yes. treat it without Yes.
1: Yeah. And then but just making sure the thing that I would be the most concerned about damaging is the soap. Leaving the silk in there because that wool is it's, it's more dense. It's tightly, it's felted and it's more tightly knit together. And like I said before, it's a double sided knit. So it's really thick. So there's not a lot of, like, to even get the dye in there when we're dyeing it, like, it doesn't penetrate well. So when you get like that poop in Lanolin penetrate right into the center of that wool, you need to get in there to get it out or else it'll just stay in there. Get it out.
0: Get it out. Get out the poop. Get out the pee. Get out the soap. We want to leave our wool just wool. Wool and lanolin.
1: Yes. All right. And don't be scared to wash it. And if you're using an easier lanolin process, then it's not so daunting to wash it. Yeah. Well, I think all of our wash here, this
0: entire conversation about washing can help really... kind of distinct by it and i know that you said that you've been doing some videos so we'll make sure that i include some links and we can check out the bumby wool dot, bumby dot com, what's your website and you've got content there
1: and your group has content there too right bumby and i am we just relaunched the website october 1st and i feel like there's some really there's on every single one of the diapering listings like all the pants and everything there's these really cool tabs on the bottom that walk you through how to wash and how to analyze i'm really funny in them too like there's like little like just sticking in the washing machine and you get to wash a unicorn how great is that but um it's uh it doesn't have to be hard and i I, I like to, um, I live by the kiss principle to keep it simple, um but I'm not stupid, but I like to kiss everything, you know, and just, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be hard. And, um and I'm also thrifty. I hate wasting, like dumping out lanolin. Like that's painful. I don't want to waste. Like, I, I don't want to, like a molecule do I want to waste, you know? And so my whole, everything is built around keeping the wool safe. And using as little product as possible. I'm not like if you listen to it. I'm not even trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to sell you as much unicorn as I can or as much lanolin as I can. I just got a 500 pound drum of lanolin in, I which obviously I need to be selling because it was crazy to get that. But that's not my my purpose. Is to get as much um, healthy and functional. Wool out to people to reduce our landfill and to support that customer service and that customer journey, so that people know what they're doing and feel comfortable with it, and it doesn't need to be scary. Yeah, like it needs yeah. to be fun and pretty. Oh. Yeah. It, it, yeah.
0: I mean, I always think I think if I have a third baby, it will probably be just uh, fitteds and wool. Um, because so much of what I've learned about wool diapering since I've had my last baby is this just like it's even simpler than this PUL system. Uh, and we have somehow overcomplicated the conversation over the last decade, and we need to definitely go back to simple.
1: I had a. Th- well, I've seen people like, oh, I just find like lanolizing and washing my wool so soothing and it's like meditating. I spent four hours doing it, and you can't hear me. No, are you you're making like hand motions at me? <laughs> and then i'm like i don't know how to do four hours washing wool i really i really don't i really don't i no, i was making a hand movement because i
0: had a really good thought about washing wool before i left and i lost it but we were kind of talking about your business and so let's move on to what is so bumby wool right now what are you doing what can we buy from you your products you've just launched a new cover this is a whole lot of topics really
1: but so Well, I, I am really focused on um, expanding the business. This isn't a hobby in my basement, which it definitely was for a while. But I, I have the most amazing women that we work with. And it is my job to give them work so that they can continue to come in and work every day. And sometimes I get messages from people, oh, I'm sorry, you sound so busy and you have so much going on. And, and, you know, I'm sorry to, to give you more work. I'm like, that's what we want. You know, I want to give gainful employment to these amazing people on our team. And I'm taking some really big risks this year. We're investing financially and time into the website and into our processes. I have a fancy label maker, so I'm putting labels on everything. And um, we've invested a lot of time and energy into our patterns, which we have over 3,000. We have over 2,000 pairs of pants, patterns like pants, shorts, crops, you know, over 2,000 patterns that are digitized. They are like saved in PDF form, paperless pant patterns. And then we have, um, I don't even know how many sweaters. We have sweaters that basically, and I was talking about this yesterday, they go from extra small, like newborn baby, all the way to extra large. And the sizing is gender neutral. So um it leans more towards like a, a a man sizing. So I'm a plus size woman and I get to wear the extra large and that makes me really happy instead of like a three X or a five X, which you know and it goes up to, to plus size and which is really cool. And every single one of our sweaters, including the best we're gonna be adding on to, it goes from that size. So like we made one style that fits Right across the whole way for everybody, and we've had little different features, and it just looks good on everybody too, which I love. So the contours and the pockets and the different finishing styles and everything, right? So um, I'm really focused on on that. Um, we get asked all the time, do we do adult winter or adult pants? I just we can't. Like I get asked all the time, but our wool—the way that I'm really focused on having a really soft wool, and um, and I just find with the. If, It it can bag out a little bit when you get too big, like adult sizing big. Um, It tends to fit really well. And then an hour later, it starts to get a little bit too bagged out. And then so then it's going to be too tight or too big or it wears through in the crotch or, you know, there's just it's not the right. I guess at the end of the day, I just don't feel like the right fabric for that product. So, and I don't feel good about it. It was keeping us up at night that you're going to get a hole in the crotch. Like you want to spend $300 on a pair of pants that will fall off your butt in an hour or get a hole in the crotch. I can't live with providing that, you know? Well, it's really important too, to
0: talk about that. I mean, we all want brands who are putting out products that they trust in for decades that are going to last us decades and not putting out products that, just because people want it, right?
1: Right, and that's, and I really tried. And then we had a few that, like we we made some hands and then we sent them out and then then they're like, Well, if it was an inch smaller here, it would fit better or there. And I'm like, Well send it back and I'll fix it. And we're spending like so we're literally altering to fit your body. Like you, you can't get that on the rack. You you go into the bay and you spend five hundred dollars on stuff, you're not gonna get them to alter it for you. Like it just doesn't you know, and and so the shipping back and forth and and then because I stand behind what we do and I stand for our product and I want our customers happy, so It was just—it was causing too much heartache, and our tables are not set up for cutting that long thing, or if there's a flaw in the fabric, or like you cut it half an inch too short, half an inch too short on a pair of pants, and we have to like recut them. Like it's—it was too stressful, and my staff are like, "Seriously, we'll have to quit." If you say yes to one more person, so I say no because I love them.
0: (laughs) Which I think it's funny because you do so much customization with people. So pants was definitely that. the nail in the coffin, they're like, we'll do every other customization you ask, but not pants. <laughs> talk about, you want to talk about a little bit of that? You do so much customization with your diaper covers,
1: with your... Diaper- yeah, so I um we were i have a problem with saying yes to people so i tried to reduce them having to make customizations by increasing our product, so that we could hopefully fulfill more needs without having to customize because when you have to pause and think and like taking an inch off of something it sounds really easy but you do that times 100 you know cut cutting is stressful you can't cut and then go oh i meant to add something in there too late it's done you know so um we try to build that into the model that. They have lots of different options and then you can customize your colors. You can add bows and pockets and, but we have patterns for everything. So it's, it's putting different puzzle pieces together to make the product that you want. So, and there's literally thousands of different options between all the different choices, you know, so. You can keep it simple by ordering directly with a
0: retailer. There's lots of amazing retailers, or you can just go customize. I've seen some amazing color combinations because when you go to BumbyWool.com, you're going to get asked for a body color, a waist color, a leg cuff color, and they don't all have to be the same and you can be creative or you can just keep it simple.
1: Right. Yeah. And then our retailers, they are getting product That's just so you, you can point and click. I want that and a medium click and done. You don't have to think, you know, and, and you can do the same thing on our website too. You know, there's, there's, you can just get a solid pair of pants and then that's it. You can just, you, you have those choices. So I am trying to streamline our process to be, I, I've been joking about it for years that Bombay is probably one of the most complicated brands to buy from. It, it is a little complicated and I'm trying to make it easier. But I took bloomers out in the middle of winter once for like three hours and somebody, I had three people messaging me going, I'm planning my spring wardrobe and the bloomers aren't on there or I wanted them for a party or something. And like harassing me to put the bloomers back on, like within, it was within hours. So I can't. I feel like I can't remove any of these things because they're all like my little babies anyway. So I can't. One
0: day they'll come around. I mean, if you're, and if you're looking for a retailer who's got some simple options who can help walk you through what might be the best choice, you've got those listed. You've got a few in the U S you've got a few here in Canada. Oh, we got lots in Canada, of course. Uh, and then some internationals as well i see yeah, there's one from really, israel i know i have a lot of listeners from israel guys there's a lot of retailers. retailer well, and
1: she is putting in an order right now i was just oh. messaging with her this morning so like, oh perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you can buy um, bumby anywhere and everywhere how
0: incredible is that what does that feel like for you stephanie to be 14 years in and sending
1: wool international i love it i went to a business development thing and people were talking about International and how scary it was. And oh my! Like, I haven't done that for years. Great. Right. It's not scary at all. I love it. And I love, I love seeing different languages coming up on our, on my newsfeed. And, and it's just, I think it's amazing. It's, we're all brothers and sisters on this planet. And I just want to embrace that. We- yeah, I, I love it. I don't find it scary at all. And my family's really international too. So I guess it's just part of, part of everything. I think it's amazing. And um, But you know, shipping is, is expensive. So I'm finding all the shipping rates and making sure that we have all of our custom stuff sorted out and that everything is legal and above board and mm-hmm. You know, we're taking care of taxes and making sure that everything is, is proper. So I, I really kind of nerd out on that a little bit. Um, but this year, so really to get back to focus on your question, which was what is our focus? Um, I really feel like we've i been really enjoying the engagement that I've been having with our US clients. And our uh, US retailers, and that's really where I want to focus, it's, it's such an obvious market for us to really target, um, while still nurturing and embracing our current clients as well as everybody around the world, I'm not alienating anybody, um, and really if we I need to create that consumer education, make sure that our retailers feel supported, making sure that the ordering process is streamlined and that our clients are able to order and understand what they're getting and how to care for it and what everything means being transparent and open and clear and not a scattered hummingbird like I've been for 14 years and um, you know, I'm partnering with great people like you and um, Easy Peasy, and um, and I we're sending a package to Jamie. He may or may not know him, but excited to to hopefully uh, partner with him as well. And um, just really focus on, on hitting that U.S. market, and I feel like everything will transcend from there as well. And it forces us to really I want to be a bigger player in that market, and um, and it forces us to be organized as well, which. Man, every day I come, my job come in and I'm like, wow, you made another change. Like I'm just, I'm rearranging like the zen and the flow of the shop. I'm on your website right now. And I love all the
0: changes that have happened since we've last talked. Things feel really, really easy um, to order. You've done some really great changes there, Stephanie, on your Thank website. You. I'm really
1: happy with Did that. Did you go into like the product and like go on the tabs on the bottom? Did you see the tabs? Yes. So, and it says like the description and then the sizing charts right there. And then the watch is you just click on care and it tells you like how to wash, Goes through the step-by-step process of the an analyzing. There's like little, little tricks of like funny, like he, and I wanted to be like, I am, I wrote all that stuff. Me personally, I didn't hire somebody to do it. And I'm trying to inject my own personality. It's like your, your friend is telling you what to do because I genuinely care about what you're doing and, and want you anybody who's hearing this to feel supported. Like I like, like this. We I mean, already shrunk it anyways. Yes. <laughs> yes exactly. It's funny. Stop exactly. stressing about the wool. It's
0: You've so already funny. done the shrinking. You really can't shrink it anymore. You're going to, yeah, we got this. You can do this. You can throw yeah. it in your washing machine. Right. You can just make it easy. Buy all I mean, the wool could, and then you can do he, a full load in your washing machine and you don't even have to worry about hand washing exactly. it.
1: Exactly. Like I literally chuck my, my son's wool in with his other laundry. I just put all my darks together. And because I wash all of my laundry with Unicorn too. So I just, I literally chuck my wool
0: in with my son's clothes. Oh, that was my thought I was going to share earlier is that Melanie, I am chatting with Melanie this week from Unicorn. So I'm going to put her show right after yours. So for the listeners, we're going to be talking to Unicorn, clean Unicorn baby. I love her. She loves me. Yeah. And so we'll have all the details. Yeah. Because when I was visiting Heather at Lily and Frank, that's all like anybody anybody who uses unicorn in their business model for their wholesale for their cleaning, like they just, they can't stop talking about it. So of course I got to learn from Melanie. And so that will be next week's conversation and hopefully we'll share some incredible wisdom.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's great. And and she knows what she's talking about. And, and, you know, it's a natural product and, you know, you might say, Oh, well the tide did a better job of cleaning or whatnot, but then it creates some buildup and it, it, you know, you're trading one thing for another and you know i i just the second i started using unicorn i'm like that's it like i i i literally threw out all my labels and got me labels and you know how much i hate throwing stuff out i really <laughs> my labels I put unicorn on everything i um yeah like i just love the product so much and again i don't even care where you get it from i just want you to use it on a wool because it makes such a huge impact
0: and i everybody i know what we talk we've talked i have talked about this with other people too but like with unicorn the price tag can seem scary but you really don't need a lot it's really a little is going to go a long way it's so concentrated and it's just not even it's not like we're pouring the whole tab in
1: well and i and i did tell especially for wool too like i um I, you can put like a teaspoon, like a drop. You just, you don't need much in there at all. So you take that 16 ounce bottle, it could fill up the whole, you know, that, that big tide thing that you, the Costco size thing, fill it up with water and put one, one sixteen 16 ounce and you're equal kind of, in my opinion, like you need so little.
0: Yeah. So it's like, it's going to go a long way. Sometimes when I talk about wool, people get they get worried about all the other costs associated with wool. Um, it can feel a little daunting, but it's also it's it, it, a lot. A little goes a long way with all of that stuff. It's not like you're going to be regularly replacing your detergent, and you're not going to be as often. You're not going to be. You shouldn't really be replaced like that. That big forty dollar tub of lanolin. A normal person who's only using wool at night isn't even going to go through all of that at least I didn't, I still have, I have tons of lanolin. like a whole, I bought like the big container from Sloom and I barely made a dent in it and I caught diaper two babies. I only used wool at night. Well, and if
1: you're using like the method that I'm talking about, it really doesn't use that much. You're not wasting as much. You have control over how much of it that is going in there. And then, um, and what's really cool is that the resale value on wool is really nice too. And I really, um, I want people to try the wool used. I want it to go well in the buy, sell, and trade. And we do a lot of alterations and repairs. You know, you send your five-year-old pair of wool and you have a hole in the crotch. Well, I'm going to mend that for you um, so you can resell it. So it keeps it out of the landfill and it gets a new person involved in Bumby. Like it's a win-win all around. So when you're selling your stuff, you can be like, hey, I have this half a jar of, of lanolin I'm going to include. I don't need it anymore win-win you can sell that stuff right like it's yeah i it's, mean i got um, i passed it on to a yeah. local
0: cloth for a cause because they've been doing some wool stuff so i passed it on to them um and when a wool should wool ever finally hit its last stage it can break it's just it's a natural fiber it will just break down
1: yeah exactly and Have there's a little seen- bit of lycra in there and but um But it just it does that does break down too, and it it just has such a huge impact on the product and how it functions. That is that that toss off, you know, that it isn't hundred percent natural because of that little bit of lycra in there. But I think that it it's worth it just because it it really increases that ease of use and wear and and function. so Have you ever seen? Um, you know what I mean. Have you ever seen what does a what does a wool cover
0: look like on its last legs?
1: What I mean if it starts to get really really stained like oh just use it for nights and you can like you can felt the wool like if you stick that into like a diaper sanitization wash it's gonna and it's not even gonna shrink up like all all, but you're gonna lose a rise it it tends to lose rise and actually get wider if you get it super hot but you can still use it i mean i mean it needs to get really 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 bad like i've gotten some wool in that that i'm like wow i haven't used this label in nine years like this is and it was still Looking pretty dang good, and I was able to surge out the seams and the wool itself. The seams are the first things to kind of go a little bit, um, but the rest of it, and then the knees, right on pants. You, know, cute, you can cut them off and make shorts, or we've been cutting out the knee hole entirely and adding like a new wedge to make them like a bold almost, you know. So, it, it, and then we can increase the inseam as well. You so, so you're
0: saying like the the weakest the weakest link on this is the seam, is like the, yeah, I would say is, so. the, yeah. is the thread you've used, which really speaks a lot to the the quality of the actual textile itself.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 And the abraso, you asked me about the abraso. The abraso is something that I've been thinking about for a really long time. So I, one of some of the issues that I had with diapering was that the elastics are breakdown or snap and then trying to get in there and fix them is a pain in the butt. Putting snaps in is a nightmare. Like I was doing snaps. I hate them. You put them in, it puts a hole in the fabric and then if you don't put them in right they'll fall out or they break and you have to buy special machinery for it I was watching watching
0: Heather's machine set up for her snaps I was just like
1: oh lord like I can't imagine doing this no wonder why people get out of it yeah so it's and then it also the wool is such a nice knit again it's a knit right so you're going to be snapping those fibers in there and then it pulls, it's stretchy. So snaps fall out of the wool way more easily. If you're using a boiled wool or a really heavily felted wool, it stays in better, but our wool doesn't. And then you have to reinforce it with something that isn't wool, changes the content. Ugh, I just none of it really worked. So I really wanted to incorporate having a cuff in it that didn't have elastic. I really wanted to have velcro. Within velcro sticks to a fiber, like fabric. So that was scary. I found a velcro that doesn't stick to the wool. Um and then I wanted to have the washing tab and I wanted to have it. So it didn't take forever to dry. So that's why there's a hole in the middle. So you can actually air dry it more. You can also stuff in the pocket, put extra absorbency in there. You can also put lanolin inside of there. Right. You oh, the so I can turn middle. it inside <laughs> out and lanolize. Yeah. Just this, if I really wanted to. So you can like pour some inside and swishy swishy and then pour it out brilliant right i know genius so even better see See, this is why i like to talk to brands because they (laughs) share these
0: secrets that they they keep to themselves they try to explain Uh, it but people never find that line on their website and then yeah squishy squishy and
1: then and then i wanted to have like the crossover like the loss of of space to change the rise as well as the the waste you know to make it as adjustable so it lasts if you can buy one of cover that will fit your baby right from beginning to end and not like, I'm not trying to sell you as much as I can. I'm tr- trying to provide the best product that will last you as long as it can. Yeah. Cause that's, so that's why really I want to have, have that. It could, super, could
0: easily fit a newborn. And if you had a petite child, it definitely
1: would go until about 25, 30 pounds easily. Yeah. Like my kids, only really like fit in mediums, right? So the time that they were done diapering. So that medium would probably be a little bit too big on them when they were newborns, but they were nine pounders. So I could probably have just done it done with the medium the whole way through. I was super but, excited um, to see you yeah, so
0: launch I this. Like
1: um,
0: because I, like I, I don't know, there's something thing. about the pole on cover. There was something about the pants, that just like, I, I always hated pulling off a cover, especially if you have a flat and they've had a big poop and it just, Oh yeah. And know, it just my experience sometimes, sometimes it was a nightmare. So the idea of a cover just seemed really attractive to me. Uh, and I was so excited to see this product come out.
1: Um, well, I appreciate that. And I was trying to make it like I, the double A and also that people want to turn in top stitch. They don't want to have the seam because the steams can get more gunk in them too, right? With the breastfed poop and a cover like that is going to probably be used with something that maybe isn't going to capture as much so you're going to see a little bit more activity of the you know the poop explosions perhaps on the wool um so I wanted it to be seamless like the hidden seams. I wanted yeah there's all those little things that as a user as a mom that cloth diapered I had to incorporate and it was really really important to me and um yeah so I I've had it a yeah. lot it
0: feels less scary for some reason. I don't know why a pull on cover feels scary, um, but it did. And so this idea of just a regular cover, it, it feels like it's something I know already. So it's not like I have to figure something out again.
1: And, and But it's different than anything else out there. So, and those things, I mean, I looked into patenting that, and but it is like a 75 step process to sell that thing. So it's not crooked. Like we had so the evolution of that product, it, it was a really long time and to sew it. So it doesn't, it's not wonky wonky and actually fits. And then like it's in <laughs> training my staff to help sew them so that I wasn't the only one doing them was daunting as well. So there's. Love it. I love it.
0: How,
1: what has been your customer feedback? What are people thinking about it? Um, the customer feedback has been really good. Um, we tried it on a few people locally. The fit was really good, um, I think that people are so used to having to size up and getting things to they I'm all about longevity, longevity. So they're like, oh, I need to get the large on my three month old. And it's like, well, that might be a little too big. So I was gonna say I ordered the extra large for you for
0: that mom because we're working on this plus size super size big kid. I not none of those words. We're working on diapering past 50 pounds. And she was like, I folded down the rise,
1: it was huge.
0: Yeah, these are definitely
1: sized right. Yeah, and I mean, it depends on the diaper that goes underneath too. You know, it really has a big impact. So the extra large, like, it's it's an extra large. It's, it's, it's for a, a big diaper to go on a larger child. So, and I also want to look into, <laughs> hallelujah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Trying to be on a daily basis to not be out to lunch. They're really great. So I'm very excited about the Abrazo. So I think that it's, it's really going to help launch us Um, to capture more market share, especially um, in our target, which is the United States right now. And we've been getting a great response. People are rebuying their, you know, they're coming back for more. And when I, when I was doing that uh, business course that I was taking uh, to the government, they were, they were talking about some of our numbers. And one of the numbers that I'm most proud of is that pretty consistently and i'm talking for years the number of repeat customers like sales on a monthly basis is about 50% are new clients and 50% are repeat return clients people are coming back and there's a reason and i want to thank everybody for that and then for that support but also just embrace that and like i'm i'm proud you know i I, we worked really hard as a team to create a good product, the good customer service that comes along with it, that people feel comfortable and trust us and do come back for more. So, and the fact that they are, this speaks volumes.
0: Love it. Yeah. It's phenomenal. That's um, absolutely amazing. I think we've learned so much today about your brand, about your product, your passion for sustainability. I even, I mean, your wash routine talks to that passion as well, as well as your products and your product development, uh, I'm so excited for you and everything that's happened with Bumby this year. It's uh, fantastic to see another brand growing in this industry. And um, yeah, people can find you online and kind of wrap this up, I guess. We've had some lo- great and that my dears ends the conversation with stephanie i am so honored to have learned so much from stephanie and i have been busy updating my own wool resources my own wool guide and man i wish i could update my book but i'm not i have 45 copies sitting here in my office um the only like the big thing i would edit in my book is this just this conversation of rinsing out your wool take the time to rinse out your wool and maybe we need to like low de- low key skip the uh, rinsing, not the rinsing, low the soaking period. So maybe I'll put an addendum. Is that what it's called? Uh, Thank you for joining me. Go check out Bumby Wool. You can shop directly with Bumby. You can ship from the United States. She's got retailers across the United States, uh, including Blythe and MC Cozy and a few others. Uh, All that information, again, BumbyWool.com or Bumby.com. I should not make a promise. You can find their chat group. You can find them online. Uh, Stephanie is very active in their Facebook group. So, So such great resources and I look forward to seeing your wool diapering experience and let me know if this helps simplify wool for you and if you are rocking out with a simpler take on lanolizing and washing your wool diapers. Until next time, bye!